Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is not a podcast, it is more of a commentary. And today's commentary is going to deal with the conversation of fair representation. As outlined in the title, what is the solution? Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, and the untimely death of Takeoff. Who's going to take the weight? Or who's going to carry the responsibility? Instead of this being me talking to artists, I wanted to share my thoughts and give the people a chance to understand how I feel. Unfortunately, life has its ups and downs, and fortunately, I'm able to fight through the downs to come back up. I personally have gone through health issues, life issues, family issues, but one thing is I'll never quit and I'll never give up. And for everybody who is looking for more commentary, more podcast more content i've taken my break and now i'm back and you will hear and see more from heritage hip-hop from this point forward but without further ado i would like to introduce you to the topic of what is the solution what is the solution to the arguments and commentaries of anti-semitism not believing what people say but posting and death in the hip-hop community we're going to talk about these things on Heritage Hip Hop and throughout the hip hop culture from now on. Am I anti-Semitic? Uh, no, I'm not. Am I someone who believes that everybody should have a fair share and a fair shake? Yes, I do. And I would like to thank everybody for joining us on this conversation. Before we get into it, please make sure you subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com for more. Follow us on Heritage Hip Hop on all social media and wherever you are streaming this podcast. Without further ado, I'd like to take you deeper into this conversation with a commentary, and we will be back with our closing remarks. Let's have a good conversation, because I think what's going on right now is a lot of people are blaming hip-hop for what's going on in, in the community. They're blaming hip-hop for Kyrie Irving. They're blaming hip-hop for Takeoff's death. Kanye is supposed to be a representative of hip-hop. And I really need to address this, you know what I'm saying? Because this is some foul shit going on on, 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 on the internet. And you know what? Part of, my, part of my language. Let's talk direct. Let's be real tonight. Let's talk about Ye. The thing that I appreciate about Kanye West's conversation is the fact that he's not holding back his, his opinion on what he has experienced in the industry. You see, a lot of us are looking at Ye like he's crazy. But these conversations have been had in hip hop since the 80s. That there's people who are in control of the industry who are putting money and validating certain conversations that we wouldn't validate on a regular basis in our lives. For instance, Ice Cube once said, um, he had a whole thing with Jerry Heller about being anti-Semitic. Y'all can see that in the Australia Compton movie, right? Ice Cube was saying there's people in charge of the industry that pulls the strings. And what? Like, we need to hold them accountable, right? We had um, Razcast who said Jews run hip hop and N words run around in it. We have people who said that the powers that be, the Illuminati, we've had all this. And all of them were geared towards talking about. Who actually represents the position of power? 
Now, am I anti-Jewish? No. Am I anti-Semitic? No. What I'm saying is, look at what's going on. And if you look at the chain of events that happened since those things were said, you kind of can put two and two together and see what's going on. Do I agree with letting people control the narrative over you, especially if this is about you? No. And that's what Ye actually was saying, is that we have to take back and control the narrative of who we are. That has to be clarified better. Because one thing Kanye said that I do not agree with is DEFCON 3. That's totally out of line. I condemn that speech. But let's be real. Who represents you better than you? And the answer is nobody. There's nobody in this world that can benefit from the experience of knowing you outside of you telling your story. If you want to learn about me, all you got to do is talk to me. Ask me questions. Tell me the things that's on your mind so I can give you answers to the questions that you have. The worst thing to do is go to a, a middle person, a go in between, a middle, a, a middle man. Because anything that you want to know, you should ask. And that's what's been going on when it comes to our culture since before slavery. Let me tell you what I mean. People came to this country and said they were savages here. Yet people here had communities, civilizations, ways of life. They lived off the land. They had a God that they, they prayed to. And they had community eventing, correct? But people from other places said they were savages. And that middleman who was putting that stuff out made people hate them. And this country was taken over. Let's go to today. The middleman has been the media. Because people that say these people are savage, barbaric, they're monkeys, they're this, they're that. They just believe in sex, violence, and they're whoremongering and killing each other. But yet the middleman is say, make music about that. Let's put that out. Make music about that. And let's get rich off of it. Make music about that. And let's keep their minds focused on their entertainment and not on the things that matter the most, which is your family, your God, your legacy, and what you leave to the next group of people that come after you. When we don't control the narrative of what's said about us, we have these conversations, and these conversations get dangerous because a person like Kanye, who doesn't have a clear mind, will say anything he wants and is taken as God's honest truth, and that's dangerous. You see what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff that I think is very wrong. Peace to stress from time to The conversation that we have to have is who are we and how are we going to allow ourselves to take control of the narrative? The movie that Kyrie Irving is talking about or has posted from Hebrews to Negroes have you seen that movie? Because a lot of people are telling you what the movie is about and have never seen that movie. And I'm going to reach out to the um, to the man who did the movie, who's actually the person who made the movie. And I'm going to see if he'll come on Heritage Hip Hop and we can have this real conversation. Because I don't want to go into biblical truth right now. I could do that at a later date. This is just a talking point. But when it comes to Kanye and Kyrie, they're both talking about representation. Or who's going to represent us the way we deserve to be represented? That's the basis of this conversation. Because the lack of rep representation, as people saying, Takeoff was a rapper, 
which is another word for N-word in, in the mainstream media, if you really look at how they use it. Takeoff was a rapper. Hip-hop is violent. Hip-hop is, hip-hop is wrong. Hip-hop is messed up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we have to actually show where the narrative is not really being truthfully given. Ron Dalton, if you know Ron Dalton, I have him on Instagram. If you can give me Ron Dalton's information to have us speak, please do so, because I would love to talk to him on Heritage Hip Hop. The thing about Takeoff that um, hurts me is the fact that not only did I get the news very early in the morning, not only is it, is it true, rest in peace to Takeoff, and the family, because, you know, if Quavo, let's say Quavo's his uncle, his uncle basically caused this man's death, allegedly, in, a com in, in, in an argument, you know what I'm saying? And somebody in his team supposedly had shot him or something. Listen, man, I don't know. I wasn't there. All I'm going to say is rest in peace to the young man and the families and everybody that's involved. Condolences is given to you and your family from Heritage Hip Hop, the team, me, and the team of Heritage Hip Hop. But the most I hope, accept your spirit with open arms and bring you into glory and not into pain and suffering. That's all I have to say about that. But people are using takeoffs, death, right? And they're formulating it as a hip hop issue. There was no beat, they got him killed. There was no rhyme, they got him killed. There was no breakdancing or nothing there. This was hood stuff. And the thing I don't like about what happened with the Migos is where was their security and why wasn't this young man protected better than what they was? Why are they platinum selling great artists and they're doing hood shit? You know what I'm saying? And finding themselves slipping in a hood event. You're playing a dice game as a millionaire in the hood. When you make it, the point is to make it out and stay out. Not to make it and just be around. You know, there's certain thing, maybe, you know, maybe it's after a show, etc. I don't know. But you don't hear about everybody idolized Jay, right? You hear about Jay playing dice games after doing a show or something? No, he moves accordingly. People talk about Nas. Do you see Nas doing that? No. He moves accordingly. See, the thing about it is representation is what's going to make us who we are in this industry and in life. We represent a culture where the people that's in charge put money into it to get money back. And you know what's not going to make the money? Unity. Because the more unity... The more unity there is, the less they can get from it. And that's where I'll, that's where my argument comes from. You know what I'm saying? Stress is absolutely right. Don't fall victim to what you come from. There was a line stated in a Mob Deep song, Survival of the Fittest. He said, I'm going to stay in the projects forever, no matter how much money he has, right? If you really look at that, though, when you make it, do you really stay in the projects? Because you always hear people say you change, and you should. You have more opportunities that come to you, and you do. And you can't take everybody with you. You can't. So when you do better, when you get more, and you, when you get better, you're supposed to do better. Hip-hop is a youthful culture. Some of us have parents older than hip-hop. Some of us are older than hip-hop. And some of us are younger than hip-hop, but we claim hip-hop, correct? My issue with well, how they blame hip-hop for this is this. 
the 80s MCs did not get to where they are and just leave and pass nothing down. The 90s MCs are where the 80s were still respected, but the 90s MCs were the ones that was touring and continuously making money to this day. You know what I'm saying? I think the most successful 80s MC is probably Ice-T, LL Cool J, and maybe you're going to put Ice Cube in there because the 80s. I think, I think NWA came out in 88, 89. If you're going to put that there. But Queen Latifah, um, Nas, Jay, Method Man, Red Man, if you want to put him in there, because he's in Hollywood now. Um, those are the people who took hip-hop to the next form. So we're actually learning from the 90s. But the thing about it is, when you age out and become old, you become old school. That's what my issue is, because if we keep making hip-hop a young man's sport, we're throwing away the wisdom and the experience of the people that came before us. And the wisdom of people that came before us getting aged out, if we, tell, if we, if we throw that wisdom away, then we're always learning encyclical things from the beginning, from the beginning, from the beginning. Think about this, y'all. Method Man is the representation of a smoker who got healthy and got more strong as he got, you know, more seasoned in life. Styles P is the hood dude that went into business to do pharmacies for life to teach you how to be healthy. Jada Kids, Ghostface Killer, doing coffee shops now. You had Jay-Z, who's like the epitome of the American business structure that came from hip-hop. Nas right behind him. You have F. Gary Gray doing movies. Hype Williams doing movies. Shout out to Rock Davis doing movies. We have people like that that we see. But look, these are the children of the 90s who are old to today's industry status, and they get phased out. So then let's look at people who came after them who are considered good. Do we celebrate Joey Badass? Do our, is the industry playing and promoting Joey Badass as one of the best? I was I was on my um other show. Shout out to my um my Goodfellas family. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the recap with the Goodfellas on YouTube to see our shows. You can follow them on YouTube. You can follow them on Facebook. They said that they said that um Drake is the most successful rapper in the world right now. But is everybody on Drake's level when it comes to the money? Cause see, money makes things happen. Money makes things grow. Money is your promotion. Money gives you marketing. And when the industry and the people who are in power, who runs how you are looked at as a rapper or entertainer, when they don't put the money and the resources behind you, who the hell knows you? Isn't that what streaming is about? When you can put out a song and people are like, are you marketing? Are you promoting? If the industry or the powers that be push black death, inner city struggle, violence, and put money behind the people who preach and talk that and do it to a beat? Is that not what people are going to do to make money? This is American business. People who had slaves bought more slaves, even if they were slaves previously, because that was the economy. So if the business of music is to destroy lives through music, and that's how you make money, people will become agents of the system and push that narrative. Is that right? Hell no. But that is the business, and you chalk it up to the game. 
if that wasn't true, I'll go to an example of back in the day. Little Brother had an album called The Minstrel Show. They were going to have a song called, a song called Loving It, Love It, whatever. And they had a video for it. And in the video, they were supposed to do something about the Cosbys and all the different caricatures that the mainstream plays on. The conscious rapper, the gangster rapper, the street hood dude, whatever, right? And the way they wanted to shoot the video, BET said, your video would be too conscious for our audience. So they told you that the narrative that they're painting is people on BET are not smart and they won't appreciate your music. So they won't put no money into it. They won't do the video. They had to change everything. They say hip hop is all about violence. But yet we have people out here who make songs that's not violent. Does Common have the biggest budget? A biggest a budget is Drake. Does Jid have a big budget just like Drake? You could talk J. Cole. You could talk Kendrick. You could talk Drake. Fine. But that's minimal to what's out there. There's a famous story of Dr. Dre and um, Akim. When Dr. Dre told Rakim, make a song about killing niggas. And Rakim said, no, I don't do that shit. And then look, Rakim wasn't on Aftermath anymore. Shout out to my man, June. Check him out on Off the Top Sports Radio, H-Bot Rebel Radio. Salute, H-Bot Rebel Radio TV. If someone tells you to do something and you say, no, I'm not going to do that, and they kill your career, then what exactly are we talking about? Because the t- conversation that Kanye and Kyrie are having is representation. And now... The representation of hip hop is take our car murder because of his, some hip hop shit, which is absolutely incorrect. We have a very serious problem of finding out who we are. Is this partly our fault? Hell yeah, because we keep giving our music and our time to shit that is not good. The music is trash, first of all, and not only that, the message is trash. Y'all, y'all want to always go back and quote the greats, right? Tupac said. Let's really listen to what these people say. And think about what you're not in your head to. Because when you're not in your head, you're in the greens. And if somebody telling you, I'm a fuck boy and I like to murder and I kill, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what, You're not into it, you're agreeing to it. These people who are rapping about emo stuff, about being depressed and wanting to die, and you rap, you're not in your head to it, and you're doing this, and, and, and yeah, that's cool, but are we getting them help? Are we helping the culture grow by ensuring that there's something to look forward to are we just putting things out there and narratives out there for people just to say, you know what? That's who they are because this is what they say. Steve Harvey said, and I quote Steve Harvey, that our generation is lost because his generation, all they talked about was love. So they made babies. There was black unity. They were fighting the power. They were standing up against the man. Nowadays, our music is so violently driven that we are killing each other and letting the man laugh look down on us. That is partly true. Yes, it is. I'm not going to say that's not a truth. It may not be the truth, but it is a truth in our society. You know what I'm saying? Peace. What's going on with you? May the most high bless you. Listen, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Do we have the power to change the narrative? Yes. Let me show you why it doesn't happen. Cardi B said in an interview, she wants to make more positive music. But if she don't rap about shaking her ass, nobody's going to buy her music. So what does she do? She has to pay the bills. Once again, going back to Ice Cube, 
Some rappers are heaven sent, but self-destruction don't pay the fucking rent. So you being positive, if you being positive doesn't get you the money, and they're going to push the narrative on being violent, egotistical, sex-mangled, drugged, all that, then that's what they're going to put the money in, and if you do it, you get paid. Simple as that. Was KRS-One a multi-millionaire? Is he? With music. You tell me. Is Jay-Z a multi-millionaire with music? Don't look like it to me because you look like he did other things to get rich. But who's the top artist in the game who get money and promotion? Like I said, people say Drake. That's minuscule. Drake makes music for women. Women come out to Drake. If I'm wrong, okay. Why wasn't Sean P making Drake numbers? Who controls that narrative? Billy Dan's once said he's waiting to see a battle rapper who doesn't use gun bars because all battle rap is gun bars. Who can really rap? My man Stress says, I really rap. And he don't talk about shooting people in the face and all that. He really don't. He got real bars. See him. Samad Savage of New Jersey hip hop. Real bars. Don't talk about shooting people in the face. Jay Wonder, Soulless. But then we do have hood people who talk about that, but who give you the flip side of the game. Like Doc Bundini, Double O. That's Jersey hip hop I'm talking about. But then you got New York hip hop. Notes 82 don't talk about shooting people in the face. Keith Chandler doesn't talk about shooting people in the face. Eat a Mad Assassin, Seven the Panther. We have all these artists out here, but you know what people are saying? Hip hop does this. But yet, we have hip-hop out here who doesn't do the fuck stuff that people says that we, we do, that, that it is. And that's not true that all hip-hop is, is violent music. It's unfair, and it's uncalled for, and it's a lie. So like I said, Kanye's point is not about, it's wrong how he put it, but his point was about representation. say who who can stop a rich man from getting money the industry and the market we have to set the market that's what my people's dad the photographer or recap with the goodfellas was right when he said we are driving the culture by spending money on it the great dr martin luther king jr did a bus boycott where we stopped the money of the people who ran the buses we went to work the industry crashed and they had to change that's the same thing that has to happen we have to stop spending money on bullshit music and bullshit lyrics and promote positivity. But here's the thing. Different world stopped coming on because they didn't want to push the narrative because too many people going to college. Did y'all know that? If you didn't know, let me know. Put it in the comments. But that's what happened. How about this? And I want you to think about this. There was music back in the day where we had more balance. We had a trial called Quest, a public enemy, NWA. Uh, Ice Tea. We had different um, genres within hip hop that were getting all played at the same time. Now it's getting high or drugged out, having sex, and violence. Where's the mainstream people who are played in high droves that's not like that? Like I said, you can put Kendrick up there, but he comes out every now, every once in a while again. You can have um, J. Cole, he comes out every once in a while. Drake is with 21 Savage now, so you're going to get the lady love side and you're going to get the violence. But that's a balance, and I give him credit. I'm not taking away from him. 
But where's the other artist that deserve that shine too? Tell me, where's this music gonna come from? Especially if money's not put into it, which means we have to support it. We have to force them to push that narrative as well. But with all the videos out that we see now about people coming out from the industry saying people get rich off of black death, black murder, and the, and, and the holding down of black people, then there really is a problem that we where we really need to really answer, they they need to answer to, and that is how do you make your money? What are you making your money all off of? And what really is going on? I wish I could play the clip from Blood and Bone on this on um, Wafi because Blood and Bone, if you know the movie Blood and Bone, Blood and Bone was is a movie about martial arts, right? But in Blood and Bone, the best fight scene was not Michael Jai White kicking somebody's ass. The best fight scene was the dialogue between. The white guy in power and the black guy who wanted to sit at the table. And he said to him about black people, we tolerate you because you entertain us. How, how you dribble a ball, how you move your hips in rhythm. You are beneath us. And then he told the man, you have dogs. Do you let your dog sit at the table with you? Or do you give him the crumbs when you're finished eating? That's what the industry seems to be. It seems to be that people don't really want you to have power, but they give you something to pacify. And if you don't believe me, think about this. How come when it comes to issues about civil rights, reparations, or Black Lives Matter or whatever, they only talk to an entertainer. They never talk to a lawyer. They never talk to a politician, or a righteous one at least. They never talk to a teacher public servant or anything they talk to a basketball player they talk to some type of athlete they talk to or they talk to somebody who's in the entertainment music or movie industry only they're telling you who your leaders of thought should be and they will celebrate and promote the hell out of somebody who makes music or plays a sport but they won't elevate the person who's in the community who does the work that's why it's important for us to put people who represent us in, in power Shout out to Do It All Do, you know, councilman for North New Jersey, because he went from the entertainment thing into the political poli political arena, and now let's see what he could do to help the city of North. Shout out to Andre Rainey. He went from the hip-hop world to being the mayor of um, upstate of the city of upstate um, New York, who's doing what he can to work for Congress now. We have people on TV who quote hip-hop. We have people on TV who use hip-hop for whatever it is they want it to be but they will not elevate the culture by showing the greatness of our culture. They rather say people talk about shooting and killing people all day, but they don't talk about the rappers who give out turkeys to the community or do clothing drives or toy drives for the community. You know what hip hop doesn't have? We don't have stories about A Squad Rebel Radio, Tie-In Champagne, Heritage Hip Hop, oh, we're, um, Beats Meets Bars, uh, The Late Night Flight Podcast, we don't have people who do that. You know why? Because either our story is boring and it doesn't control the, it isn't the part of the narrative they want to control, or we're not protecting ourselves and highlighting the people that we need to highlight. Check this out. Our image has been hijacked. You're absolutely correct. But why do we keep giving it away? That's my point. Because see, look, when it comes to hip hop, you have older hip-hop artists who's try, try, trying to fight for health insurance, benefits, and things like that when it comes to um, 
the older rappers. We have that. That's going on right now. Is that being talked about? No. But you know what is being talked about? PND Rock got murdered. X got murdered. XXX. Nipsey Hussle got murdered. Takeoff got murdered. Rest in peace to all of them. And all the rappers of Pat Stay got murdered. Look at all that. We, we, we talk about all this murder, 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 murder. And then they use the word, word rapper like they use it to say, well, he was an in. Just the same. So let's be real about this. It's, all, it's not about only putting the blame on somebody. It's also us putting the emphasis on us to clean it up as well. Hip-hop is alive and well. It's the only culture in music that not only, it not only lives within our clothing, how we dance, how we talk, our style, and all that, it evolves as well. All I'm saying is, if we're going to do this the right way, we need to get back to who we are and make sure we control our narrative. Do we have the answers to who can help all this? No. We don't have all the answers, but we do have some. And one of those answers is going to be us. What are you going to do to protect the culture that God gave you? We are God's people which means we are his heritage. And if our culture is hip-hop, then God's heritage is hip-hop. So how do we honor the God that we believe in, the culture we love and partake part in, and the culture we give to our young? How are we gonna protect it and make it great, not only for ourselves to pass on, but great for them to live and pass on to the generations later so it's not lost? That's the one question we need to ask. My name is Karev. I represent Heritage Hip-Hop. Subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Spotify, Apple, wherever you stream your podcast. And I would like to get this audio on um, Heritage Hip Hop on Spotify as well. Thank you, everybody who joined me. I will be doing these more often. This is how Heritage Hip Hop will be presented to you. I will do interviews this way with people who I cannot get to physically. If I can get to you physically, that camera is still coming out. I'm still going to shows. I'm going to represent you and this culture the way it deserves to be represented. With respect, with decency, and we're going to talk that real talk. So you may see me at a convention. You may see me at a show. It may be sex-driven. It may be whatever-driven. But whatever our culture is, I'll go there and get the best out of it for you. So all I'm asking is not only do you share this, hit that like button, make sure we get on the, um, the algorithm, and I will be back with more. Once again, HeritageHipHop.com everywhere. Y'all want to support Heritage Hip Hop? Go to HeritageHipHop.com and click that link and buy a t-shirt. I'll have more shirts being put up there next week, actually. And you will see what we got going on. You know what I'm saying? You can get, you can support by, you want to cash at me? Cash at dollar sign Heritage Hip Hop. You want to support me another way? Buy a t-shirt. Click the like, click the share. I appreciate it. Make sure you, su you support our new show. Our new show is A&N and R&B. I don't know if I got the banner up. You can follow A&N and R&B right here on that Instagram tag right there. You can follow them on YouTube. A&N and R&B is another show that talks about the only thing we're talking about with R&B perspective. So they talk life, love, sex, relationships, 
You got segments called Wasted Potential, Top Five, The Aroma and Scent of the, of the Day, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You do that. I'm also just shouting out our, our networks. We are Heritage Hip Hop Network, the H Squad Rebel Radio TV, He Said What Network. It's my sister Bree. Shout out to her. Recap with the good fellas. It's the top four network. Shout out to everybody who's out there watching. May the most high bless you. And one more thing. This coach is ours and let's keep it. With that being said, my name is Karev. And I represent Heritage Hip Hop and I represent you. May the most high bless you. Peace.